If you have the desire to write, draw, paint, perform, speak or act, right now it might feel like a hobby or something that you used to do. But I want you to uncover that creative gift and bring it back to life. This is about honoring your creativity, making space for it in your life and overcoming resistance to creating. If you're ready to unlock your own creativity to find ultimate soul restoration and life transformation, you're in the right place. I'm your girl. Grab your pen or your paints. Let's go. You're thinking that you'd love to have your story published, but what's the best way to go about it? Should you choose the traditional publishing route? Or should you go down the independent publishing route? We are in step nine of the Publish a Book Challenge. And in this episode, we're talking about the pros and cons of each option. I'll tell you a bit about why I chose to publish my book independently. And you can ponder what you think is right for your story. Decades ago, there really was only one path, and that was traditional publishing. So you would either approach an agent who would approach publishers, or you would approach publishers directly. You would do this in the hopes that they would see that your work had literary merit and that it deserved to be invested in. Enter digital publishing and digital media. And so now we have this other option, self-publishing, or as most people now like to call it, independent publishing. There are so many differences between independent publishing and traditional publishing, And I want to help you to get a fulsome picture of what all of those are so that you can make the choice that you need to make for your story. So let's dive into the pros and cons of traditional versus independent publishing. So the first thing is stigma. So I went to a self-publishing course recently and what was super clear to me is that there is definitely still a stigma around independent publishing. You know, there were different views shared in this course, which was great. So overcoming the stigma, it's getting better, but it's still there. And you know what? I had it too. Let's talk about the extent to which it still exists. Some people in the publishing industry are now using the term independent publishing, including me, And other terms that you might hear or might have heard include authorpreneur or indie author. It's pretty fascinating that people are now coming up with language, different language to move away from the word self-publishing. I think that's fascinating. And to me, it tells of change uh, because we like to, you know, human beings like to reframe things to make sense of it in the way that we want to make sense of it. So the publishing industry, the traditional publishers, um, you know, and definitely within the writing community as well, there's definitely a stigma around self-publishing because, um, and, and this is how somebody put it in the course, in their view, they question whether the author is just simply not, and I quote, good enough to publish traditionally. And I felt that and I still feel it to some degree, but it's, it's actually not my view, it's somebody else's. That's really important to remember. So that opinion is somebody else's opinion. 
But I want to explore what I can really do without someone saying I'm not good enough or that my work isn't good enough to be published. Because to be honest, my own inner critic is pretty strong and we can work on and improve our work. So to just sort of dismiss self-publishers willy-nilly is like saying all homemade jam just sucks. It's just not true. There are books that I can't read that have been published traditionally and they either work in the market or they don't. So the point is, you are good enough to pursue your writing dream. This is not about you, it's about your work. The other thing to remember here is that the independent publisher also said that the quality of traditional publishing is often higher than self-published books. And they said that they can distinguish between a book that is self-published just by feeling it. So we're getting a bit closer to the real issue here. By feeling a book, they can tell whether it was self-published or whether it was published traditionally. They did say that it is getting harder. It's getting more difficult to tell the difference. When it comes down to it, the truth is people have done dodgy work before. Things like not editing and just producing work regardless of literary merit. You know, things like working with supposed independent publishing houses who start up and then disappear and then they take the author's rights with them. There's dodginess in actual work that has been produced in the past and there is also dodginess in the behaviours and actions of some self-publishing houses who can promise things and not deliver and it has happened. So there are definitely things to be aware of. My sense is that it's, you know, this whole world is new. People are still trying to work out what it is and how to navigate it. So I'm hoping that this series is going to help you to do this for you. In the same course, I also heard from amazing authors who are hybrid authors, and I'm not talking, you know, they have a tail and arms, but they have published independently, and they've also gone down the traditional publishing route. At the heart of it, stigma is something that changes over time, and I, so stigma, and really with traditional publishing, there isn't much stigma. That's why they're called traditional publishers. They have experience editorial experience and knowing what works in the market and knowing how to produce a work of quality. That's step number one. Number two, rights. As an independent publisher, you keep the rights to your work. If you publish traditionally, you are being paid basically by the publisher for the rights to your work. If anything happens to your publisher, so if they go bust, that could be an issue, but it is unlikely. So with independent publishing, you don't need to worry about the rights going with the publisher if they disappear off the face of the earth. That's a pro. Three, let's talk about royalties. There are benefits for independent publishers. Um, You know, you keep the royalties. You do need to calculate the unit price of your books so that you're making a profit. And that's in terms of if you're publishing hard copy. I was really surprised at how little you get as an author per unit because you are expected to give a discount to wholesalers and retailers who want to on-sell your book or stock them on the shelves because they're taking on the risk of your book selling. Writing and creativity is always about collaboration. There are always many people involved. With traditional publishing, you will likely get less royalties, but there are also more people to remunerate along the way because they're looking after the whole production process for you. And also you're getting access to the distribution networks as well. And if your book sells at scale, well, then that's something else to think about. The fourth thing is project management. 
independent publishing is all about project management. And if you don't do that well, I don't recommend it for you Um, or get somebody to help you project manage it and you can do the doing bits or you can get other people to do the different components that you don't have expertise in or don't want to do. With traditional publishing, the publisher project manages all of it. These days, authors do take on a lot of the promotion, including organising their own book launches. And when I say project management for independent publishers, I'm talking about things like getting an ISBN, a barcode if you need one, editing, organising your cover art, typesetting, entering the metadata for your book as well. That can take a little while. And the distribution and promotion of your work. Number five in our pros and cons list, funding. It can really range and in traditional publishing obviously this part is you know your book is funded by the publisher and you are remunerated for your work funding for independent publishing can really range immensely and it just depends on what budget you set for yourself for your project you could absolutely go to fiverr and get all of it done there but you need to be thinking about the quality of the work that you want to produce if you're paying somebody with more experience you're likely going to pay more and Feel free to disagree with me here, but I believe that you get what you pay for. We're up to number six, distribution. With independent publishing, you need to establish the relationships with booksellers or seek out platforms that already have those relationships. And number seven, promotion. Do you know who your readers are? How will you reach them? With promotion for traditional publishing, you know, your book is going to be one of many that the publisher is spruiking. The focus is on a number of books, but you know, they have the relationships there to promote your book. So, you know, if you're promoting your own book, you'll have focused attention. So what did I decide? I went with what I felt was the best choice for the work that I have. If I decided to go ahead and independently publish my picture book manuscripts, I'd have to find an illustrator and work with them. And I would actually probably quite enjoy that process. But I guess along with everything else involved in independent publishing, I'd likely I guess at this point I started to think about I'd need a contract for the work with the illustrator and honestly the whole thing just became a little bit overwhelming but really I don't think it was the legal aspect I actually think it was probably the stigma and you know I I also want to experience both so I want to go through that traditional publishing process just to see what the whole thing's like and It'll be great to have kudos by having a label on on one of my books. But I think the feeling of it is what I was chasing. So am I a real author if I traditionally publish or if I independently publish? What does that even mean? What am I looking for? And really, I think for me, what it comes down to is feeling good enough. So that's very vulnerable, but... I I do have a healthy self-esteem, but I am human and stuff happens and I doubt. And I really think that, you know, my husband said to me a few weeks ago, what really is the difference? To me, it just seems like ego. And so that's something, that's something to think about for me, maybe for you. I'm not sure. Let me know. You can email me hello at the unlockedcreative.com and let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you're thinking about independent publishing and traditional publishing. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Getting back to the point about my decision, I went with what I thought was best for my non-fiction work, so I decided to independently publish it. I then had another decision to make. I could 
choose to publish and print and distribute and market the book myself. I could go with a company that can do the printing and distribution, which is like the print-on-demand service, or I could pay a reputable independent publishing business to take me through the process. So what they do is they basically take on the project management and the services that they offer as part of that. So they'll have relationships with the graphic designer, typesetter, they might be the same person, and also potentially marketing skills to help you promote your work. The key here is that you pay for it. The budget for a reputable publisher to do this is usually in the thousands. And if you can do that, I say go for it. At the heart of all of this is, like any outcome you're trying to achieve, it really comes down to three key questions. How much money do you have? How much time do you have? And what is the quality of the work you want to put out into the world? When you have your responses to those three questions worked out, you'll be able to use that criteria to make your decisions about how you want to publish your work. So there are the main things to consider when you're deciding whether to publish traditionally or to independently publish your book. It's definitely not all of it. So that's why I've created The Unlocked Author, the course to help you go through each step from editing your book to preparing it for publication to independently publishing your book. You can join the waitlist now at unlockedauthor.com. I'm so excited to give you all the practical steps that you need to take to achieve your writing dream of publishing your book. You can do it. I can't wait to see you in there. And if you have any questions about today's episode or you want more information about the course, email me at hello at theunlockedcreative.com. Till next time, take care.